Hey there, it's Vashti Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If this is your first time listening, don't forget to hit all the buttons to keep you connected. And if this is not your first time listening, thank you for staying connected. Thank you for following along and just thank you for being a listener and for just being a part of this journey. Today is a special episode because I have none other Jared Pizers as my guest speaker, guest host, guest personnel. And uh, for those of you who do not know, this is my husband. We've been married for about five months. We met, I think, somewhere around 2016. I think I have that date right. I'm not entirely the greatest when it comes to remembering dates. That's my husband's job, and he does really well at that. I know a lot of people have been asking, how have y'all met? Give us your life story, your love story. But today is not that type of episode. We're actually going to talk about criticism because Jerry does a really good job in terms of receiving criticism. He doesn't allow criticism to tear him down. And honestly, he'll love this, but I believe he is light years ahead of me in terms of maturity because he knows how to use negative critique and just critique in general to help him to become a better version of himself. He doesn't die from criticism, but he gains life from it and he allows it to propel him to be the best version of himself. So Jared, thanks for being a part of my podcast. Thank you, honey. And I just want to say it's an absolute honor to be on the post blog Vashti Sarah podcast. I've been waiting to see which episode you're going to have me on. And it's pretty comical that you had me on the criticism (laughs) episode. Anyhow, um, I would love to talk about criticism. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about What would you like to know? So the first thing I want to know is what is criticism? I'm sure everyone in this world know what it is. But just for those who do not know, I I hate to assume what is criticism and give an example of how you've been faced with criticism, either in a negative light or a positive light. Criticism is an opinion. It can be positive and it can be negative. Positive is obviously going to build you up and then negative can tear you down or build you up. And that, that negative building up type of criticism can actually be the very best. When I was playing baseball, I had one of the absolute worst pitching coaches, not in the sense of what he knew about baseball, but in the sense of who you are as a man. And that's what baseball is about. It's not just about playing the game. It's about building your character and becoming stronger. And he was not that. Ultimately, after I was done playing for him, I was trying out for the Grand Prairie Airhogs. And it just so happened, I don't even know how, I don't even know how, but Pat, yes, I'm calling him out. Pat was standing behind the catcher when I was pitching my bullpen for my tryout for the Grand Prairie Airhogs in 2017. And you know what he was saying? You're not going to make it. You don't throw hard enough. You're not good enough. You're too skinny. And he was standing behind the catcher the entire bullpen mouthing at me. And at the time, my purpose wasn't big enough to not let that get to me. And it tore me down. And now I look back and it's pretty funny because a week later after that bullpen, looking back, I signed with the Air Hogs and he was still coaching. And that's not a diss for the coaches, but it still worked out for me. But now I have a different perspective of it after that experience of there's gonna be people standing right behind your goal, mouthing at you, 
And if you're going to make it, you got to get through it. Okay. So, but would you say that him mouthing at you or critiquing you was his way of motivating you? It depends on who it's coming from. If it's coming from a friend or a family member, it can be really negative. You would think it would be the building up type of criticism, but it's usually not. It's usually to tear you down. And I think it's in the good heart though. However, there's people like Pat, again, calling Pat out. That was to tear me down and it was not constructive and it was negative. And so I think there's a difference and you have to be able to identify that and not take it personal. Again, it comes down to your purpose. How deep is your purpose? And are you going to allow a surface level comment cut into your life? So you talked about purpose, knowing your purpose. How did you get to that point to have your purpose be the driving force that you no longer allow criticism to determine how you live your life? How did you take criticism and not be overwhelmed by it? I decided a long time ago that I wanted to achieve certain things in life. And if I were to allow comments by people that I don't even know, and this might come off bad, but don't care about, then I would be doing myself a disservice by letting them lead my life for me. I think the greatest way to combat criticism and to push through that and achieve your goals and dreams is to look the other way. So you'd say that's something that you did. You looked the other way. You didn't allow people to step in your zone and speak life into you. Well, not necessarily life because it's not life. They're sometimes death words. Yeah, it's much like King David before he fought Goliath. His entire army was telling him how he's not going to be able to fight a trained gladiator. And he had a greater purpose. God gave him a greater purpose. And that's always where your purpose comes from. And he went up there and as we all know, took the rock, took his slingshot and took down the big boy, took down the pat. So even from a biblical perspective, we can see that men and women from the olden days knew how to use criticism or to shift criticism from being a negative thing to being a positive thing. We see David did, did that. But where else can we find in the Bible that God is saying we shouldn't allow criticism to tear us down? That criticism is a part of life. Humans will have their opinions. People will say negative things. People will critique. But where in the Bible, where in God's instruction can we find and can we hold on to that we should not allow criticism to tear us down? Look at Jesus. When he was being crucified, he had to drag his cross through the streets to where he knew he was going to die. And every single person was yelling and screaming at him, throwing stuff at him, criticizing him. And that wasn't to build up. That was to tear down. And I think he pulled his purpose all the way through every criticism and achieved his goal by just walking straight and not listening to all the opinions about him. Okay, so we see Jesus as a great example. We see David as a great example. And we know that we shouldn't allow criticism to determine our path, determine how we think. But what would you say is one of the greatest advice you would give someone? It can be biblical. It can be something practical. But if you could look back at yourself at the age of 19 or 20 years old, whenever you were going through your baseball season, what is something that you would tell yourself then 
that you wish you knew? What would you tell listeners today who are in the rut of not knowing how to combat criticism? I have a couple of things. The first is to move in silence. Stop telling people your successes. Stop telling people every little thing that you're going to do and just go do it. And over time, organically, your successes will come out. People will talk about them. And of course, people want recognition for things that they achieve. But at the end of the day, if you open the door for that information, people are going to attack you because you're doing something different. Another example is to ignore criticism completely and don't give any time of mind to it. So I run a pretty successful Instagram account for a side business of mine. And a lot of times I get negative feedback, which is fine. I can, that's perfect. I love that. But sometimes you get those haters and we all hate them. (laughs) And what do I do with those hateful comments? I read them once and I delete them and then I block the person. And sometimes I report them just to be funny because I don't have time in my day to deal with people that don't believe in what I'm trying to achieve in my life. Many times in this culture of 2021 and in terms of criticism, we believe that if you don't listen to everyone's a criticism, then you're hot-headed or you're full of yourself. And that's not true. That's people holding you back. Most of everyone's opinions suck. They're absolutely terrible and you know what you need to do and you don't need to listen to everyone. You need to listen to God and you need to listen to yourself. They don't share the same life vision that you do. How can they tell you what to do? Not everyone, you should be giving a place to critique you in your life and open that door. You have to remain and keep that door shut. Not everyone's allowed to come into that. Not everyone is allowed to hold that goal with you. Only one or two people are. So how do you know what people to allow in your life? Because sometimes you want to share good things with your family or you have friends that you want to share things with. How do you decipher who to share what information with? You don't tell family anything. You might be excited to tell your family something, but don't do it. You don't share that with them. You let that information, your successes come organically and criticism is going to flow from their mouth because they feel they are in the place to do that. They feel entitled from a good heart, but they feel entitled to let you know what they think because they are your brother or sister or your mom and dad, but that's not the case. They're not allowed. You have to remain, keep the door shut. In the way to choose who to let in on and let them critique you, your most trusted person in your life still might not support you until they see your success. You might have to push through a time where the person that will support you the most doesn't support you in the beginning, but they are going to have your back in the end. And I can't tell you how to find that person. Everyone's different. There's a quote that I really like, and it goes something like this. First, they ignore you. Then they laugh at you. Then they fight you. And then you win. And I think that plays perfectly into criticism today and how your outlook has to be that. It has to be almost comical when you hear something rude about yourself. And I like that because it it's honestly so true. Whenever you're doing something different, you will have people who will run away because they're 
scared of what you're doing, but also they, they don't want to share how they feel about what you're doing because they don't believe in you. And then it leads to the next step where they criticize you and they have that boldness to do so. But like you said, you have to you have to say no to those criticism. And sometimes you have to put people in their place and tell them, hey, look, I appreciate where your heart's coming from. But right now, I'm not asking for your advice. I'm not asking for your opinion. I'm simply asking you to just listen. And when I need advice, when I need counseling, I will reach out. And then there's the other step where they f- they join and they cheer you on. And sometimes that's hard because you're going through a season of working so hard towards something. No one believes you. And then they believe you when they see the result. But that's hard because you want that support during the season of drought, during the season of toiling to get to where you want to be. But you can't have that. One of my good friends started a business about 10, maybe 15 years ago. And at the time he quit his job and he made the mistake of telling his parents the day that he quit his job and they told him he was an idiot. And he said, you know what, mom and dad, I'm going to prove you wrong. And they weren't doing that to give, you know, speak against them to try to build them up. They were legit saying, you're not going to make it. You just quit a perfect job and you're going to fail at this new endeavor. And now his parents work for him 15 years later and they ask for a job. And of course, it's his parents. He's going to bless them. So to wrap this whole podcast up, criticism, there's good, there's bad, but we choose whether or not we allow those criticism to bring us down. But the goal the whole idea in order to combat criticism is understanding our purpose. And I think that ties in well with this, that story that you just shared. Your friend knew his purpose. He knew that big goal, that long-term thing. He saw way beyond the temporary, that moment of I quit my job. He saw something extremely bigger And because he knew his purpose, he didn't allow those negative words, even though it came from people that loved him and cared for him. He didn't allow those words to make him second guess his decision to take a big step or a big leap of faith in life. Exactly. You have to be okay with these opinions. If I quit my job tomorrow, you're going to have an opinion about it. (laughs) My parents are, my siblings are, my friends are, they're going to tell me, how I'm a terrible person and not taking care of you or taking care of business or being a man. They're going to throw everything at me. But you know what? You have to decide beforehand. I'm okay with that. I can handle that. I think speaking it into your life, speaking positive, speaking biblical truths into your life. I'm great. I'm good. I have this. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to throw a hundred miles an hour. I'm going to sell out in one day. Those are powerful. It honestly reminds me of Cool Runnings, and I won't quote it because there's a couple inappropriate words, but the meaning stays true. It's an Olympic bobsled team, and one of the guys is super confident in what he's doing. He wants to win this Olympic bobsled. And the other one is hyper insecure. He has his dad calling him saying that he needs to come home, be a real man, and get a real job and forget this dream of his. The confident friend, the good friend, takes him in to the restroom and tells him, look in the mirror and tell me what you see. You don't take anything from anybody and you have to look in the mirror and say that to yourself. 
I will not take anything from anybody. I am great. And I'm going to trust in the Lord God that he placed this greater purpose in my life. And I will achieve that despite what anyone says. All right, guys, you heard it from Jared himself. And honestly, I hope that someone was encouraged. I I hope that someone was motivated today because what he says is 100% true. Like we have to change our mindset. We have to place ourselves in a position that is one that is strong enough, almost like an Iron Man that will not allow words to seep through us, not allow words to take control of our minds, but allow what God says about us, allow the purpose that we know deep down inside that we have to propel us. So don't allow any negative words to take control of you. You have control as to whether you allow those words to feed into your life, determine your purpose, determine the path that you take. You have that power. Remember who God says you are. Remember that you are more than enough. And remember that you have a purpose. And that purpose is far greater. And sometimes not everyone will see what that purpose is. But keep grinding. Keep doing what you're doing. And wait on the Lord because he will bless you. He will bless those who are faithful in what they're doing. What you sow is what you reap. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for joining me on Post Blog. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. Save time, same place next week. I love y'all, but remember, God loves you most. This was an amazing experience. Thank you for having me, and I can't wait until Criticism Part 2 because I know that's the part you're going to have me on. (laughs) I love you.